Imagine if you could sit down at your desk in the morning, piping hot coffee in hand, you could pop open your laptop, double click on a document on your desktop that says life plan, so you could check on what's happening this week, this month, or even this year. Well, I wanna help you create that plan. Let's spend five days together making a roadmap for your future so that you can live all the rest of your days on purpose. Yes, you can own the future that's coming your way. The five-day Own Your Future Challenge is absolutely free to join, and I've got a spot with your name on it. Don't let another week, month, year, or even decade pass you by without owning the vision for who you want to become and the impact you want to make while you're alive. This is five free days of learning from incredible world leaders, helping you to uncover who you truly are and leading you to craft a roadmap and set goals aligned with the future meant for you. This is important. Join me and other amazing global leaders and experts to help you own your future starting May 11th. You can join right now for free at jennaschallenge.com. That's jennaschallenge.com for the five-day Own Your Future Challenge. I can't wait to see you there. You're listening to the Gold Digger Podcast, and this episode doesn't have a number. Because some things in life aren't organized, like going viral. Today, I'm sharing the honest truth behind going viral, the good, the bad, and the ugly, how it all happened, what it's been like, and let's be honest, how we've been handling the chaos. I am so excited to just share a little bit about this crazy whirlwind we've been in in the last week, what's become of it, and what we hope it will bring to the world. And so let's dive on in as a curvy girl talks about her six-pack husband. You're listening to the Gold Digger Podcast, where we firmly believe that work doesn't have to feel like work. Self-made millionaire and marketing guru Jenna Kutcher will help you redefine what success looks like. It's time to hear from the experts, listen in on honest conversations, and learn the best tips and tricks that helped others pave their own way and craft their dream career. If you're ready to dig in, do the work, and tackle your biggest goals, you're in the right place. Here's your host, educator, photographer, and mac and cheese lover, Jenna Kutcher. Everybody loves snail mail, and my favorite thing to send and receive is a good gift box. I mean, let's be honest, getting something in your mailbox that isn't a bill, can I get an amen? I love sending gift boxes to those near and dear to me, my mom, my team, my friends. I mean, I might even send one to myself from time to time. No judgments. And Gold Diggers, I recently discovered the cutest, most personalized brand of gift boxes, Meet Greetable, the gift boxes that are perfectly designed for your BFF, your boss, your mom, your husband, you name it. And you can mix and match all of Greetable's options to make the perfect combination for whomever you are gifting. Many gift boxes I've gotten are full of one size fits all trinkets, but Greetable allows you to design your gift box head to toe. Not only are these boxes super cute, like I kind of saved them, but they are full of genuinely usable things. Also, they also have champagne gummy bears. Uh, Yep, sign me up. 
So if you're looking for something better than just an average greeting card or more personal than flowers, you are in the right place to see for yourself. You won't regret it, I promise. Go to greetable.com slash gold digger and take 20% off of your order today. That is G-R-E-E-T-A-B-L dot com slash gold digger for 20% off. Get sending out some real love and make somebody's day. Okay, let's do it. All right, this is probably going to be the least polished you will ever hear from me because let's be honest, girlfriend is super tired. But I wanted to get on here and talk about what has happened in the last week and what the reality of going viral really looks like. Now, if you followed me for a long time or listened to this show, you know so much of our story. I've never hid our story. I've always been really, really upfront and vulnerable with that. But so much has happened in the last week, and I know you guys are curious, and I know maybe someday when I'm not this tired, I will want to remember. And so I just kind of want to talk about what the heck is going on. So last Thursday, I was sitting in my car about to go out for a girl's night and I realized I hadn't posted anything to Instagram. I post pretty much once a day, every day. And so I just scrolled through my library of photos, posted a picture and shared a little piece of my heart. And one thing you guys have to know about me is that I'm a super fast writer. Like I can write and whip up a caption in about two minutes flat. I don't overthink things, especially captions. And so I just shared a story of how someone had slid into my DMs and asked me how I had managed to land a guy as good looking as Drew. Now that had happened like a few weeks before we were still in Hawaii. I kind of laughed it off at the time, but I remember I responded to that question saying, what does the way we look have anything to do with our marriage? And Drew kind of laughed it off. I kind of forgot about it, but it was something that really had tugged at my heartstrings in a way that brought on some insecurities. And I wondered if this person is thinking this and they follow us, like, what is the rest of the world thinking? And so I just told the story, shared a little bit of our journey, hit publish, and I put my phone in my purse. And about an hour later, I clicked onto Instagram and the post had gained a lot of traction. And to be honest, I didn't think much of it. I just thought it was a highly likable post. And I was eating a delicious burger and catching up with my girlfriend. So I didn't really care. And by the time I had gotten home that night, it was my most liked post ever. Now, the next day, which was Friday, an email landed in my inbox from a writer at Yahoo who had seen the post and wanted to write a story on it. And she said they were just going to write about it regardless. So if I got back to her, I could share a little bit more. And of course, I was like, "Uh, yeah, I want to share more because that was just one Instagram post. But there's so much more to our story. I quickly responded to her with a few of our responses to her questions, which were pretty standard questions. And I hit send. That article went posted. I didn't really share it on my platforms. I didn't really talk about it because I didn't think it was newsworthy. But that night we went out with some friends and we were driving home and I made the biggest mistake. I started reading the comments on Yahoo. Mostly they were mean ones, like super awful ones. And soon it was on the front page of Yahoo. And once that happened, all the other news outlets started picking up the story from Fox News to People Magazine, the New York Post to Unilad, Paris Hilton, and our inbox filled with inquiries about this story. All of a sudden it was like this media storm and we prayed we could remember a few tips from our time in public relations classes in college. 
Okay, so I want to share the good, the bad, and the ugly of going viral. Of course, this is brand new land for us to be navigating. We had no idea what this was like. And so I just wanted to shed a little bit of light on it. So let's start with the bad. Okay, I promise we'll get to the good. No one tells you how to navigate this. There is literally no rule book for what going viral looks like, how to handle it, how to manage it, what to say yes to. And we don't have a PR rep or a press team. And so basically, we are fielding everything on our own and trying to decipher where the best use of our time is. And so it's been entirely consuming to figure out how we want this message to be out in the world, how we can share our side of the story, how we can make sure things are staying factually correct, which isn't always the case. And my team has kind of been having to jump in to help me do this. I know Caitlin has been in my inbox and trying to like field anything that's urgent. And so when we welcomed Monday into the week, we started seeing all of these big news outlets reaching out and asking for permission to share the photos and if they could get some exclusive information. And so all of a sudden, I'm typing up all these responses to questions. And I mean, it was just kind of crazy. It was like, I wish that there was a guide of like, here's what you do when you go viral. Now, there are a few things that I feel like I did right. And I remembered some things from college. Thank you, UWSP. And so I created a Google Drive folder with images. I got a photo release from our photographer, Lindsay, uploaded video clips if anyone needed to use them. And I wish that I would have just taken all of my thoughts and written them down into one document that we could just send out to people so that I wasn't constantly answering the same questions over and over and over again. So I feel like we did a few things right, but there is definitely like this urgency of, oh my God, what do we do? (laughs) All these people are looking at us. How do we do this? The second bad thing is that there are trolls, (laughs) lots of them. And it's hilarious that this whole subject is about someone's opinion on my body type, and yet the comment sections flood with more comments, everyone trying to have their opinion heard. Some of the things that I have read about myself in our marriage are legitimately vile and awful. Like, it's hard to read these over again, but this is a reality behind the press. And I just want to read some of these comments just so that you know, like, going viral isn't super glamorous. People forget that there is a real person behind these articles. And as we were driving home on Friday night, I clicked to open the comments and I'm like, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Like, People are talking about my body. People are talking about the way I look. People are talking about my marriage. People are talking about my husband. Like it was the most life sucking thing that has ever happened to me. I mean, it sucked the wind out of me. And it was one of those things where like you're not prepared for that. I've obviously gotten hateful comments in the past. That's nothing new. But when you read stuff about yourself that people think you're not going to see, it's like... It's insane. You know, it's a funny thing to add to all of this too, is the reason why I posted that post is because that day I had recorded a podcast episode about how I handle criticism. And so I literally had a podcast episode that I was recording where I was reading all the nasty things people have said to me and how I handle that. And so I think that that was why that DM was front of mind for me. And so just a random side note, I mean, that's kind of how it came into be. Okay, so here are some of the comments that people said about me and about us, aka he's with her for her money. Anyone else entirely weary of this look at me? I'm so secure. I need to go on social media for attention generation. She probably doesn't say no to anything he requests in bed. The more I look at her Instagram, the more she becomes annoying and dislikable. Anyone else experiencing this? 
Simple. She's all about generating money online, and he is bisexual. Some guys like insecure fat chicks. A curvy girl? LOL. Don't make it sound sexy and sweet. Fat is fat. Be honest and tell it like it is. He's a closet gay, and you are his cover story. Get over yourself, you slob. All you're doing is trying to get attention. Please get these fatties off of Yahoo, or I will close my account. To all curvy women, stop opening up, please. Just another person desperate for validation from complete strangers on the internet. Stop calling it curvy. We all know you're fat. You are so shallow. Your husband likely cheats on you all the time while you're busy seeking acceptance on the internet. She's obviously insecure and needs approval from random people. I don't understand how you can be married to health and fitness but still be so fat and overweight. She needs a therapist. She's eating all the food and he gets the crumbs. He's skinny because he's probably starving living with that fat pig. Wait until she finds out that he's been doing something else all along. That story soon will come. I mean, those are the good comments, honestly. Those are the good, bad comments, if that's such a thing. And I remember on Friday night, I texted my sister and I said, don't read the comments. Please just don't read the comments. And I knew that my mom had shared that feature and I thought of all of her friends reading the comments and I legitimately wanted to <laughs> close my account and call it a day. Like, it's just, I don't know. It's just crazy to me what people will do behind their screens. And the whole reality of this going viral, it was not something I asked for. It's not something I sought out. I didn't ask to be featured on all these things. I didn't ask to have people's opinions. And, you know, it just it just hit me. I mean, how could it not hit you reading those things about yourself? And there are so many thoughts going on in my mind. I was embarrassed. I was worrying about my parents seeing them. But I knew that there had to be a reason for this. Like, I had to trust in that. And there's a reason why I share body positivity to begin with. And change needs to happen. Like, look at these comments. Like, this is exactly why we need to continue to share. And so like Sunday morning, I woke up and the first thing I did was read the comments. And I went to church that day and I just committed to myself, like, stop reading the comments. You have to stop because it's going to suck every ounce of light out of you. And so the good news uh, is that there were good comments too, giving me hope that my message was not falling on deaf ears. My DMs have been so crazy. I mean, I feel awful because I am like reading them and I don't even have the energy to respond, but they are like touching me in such a deep way. Here's some of the good comments because I think we all need more of this in our life. How surprised can one be when one human being with a good heart loves another with a good heart and sees and feels the love? How sad and pathetic for those who judge one from only an external view. Still trying to figure out what's wrong with how she looks. People will criticize you for everything. She looks like a regular, beautiful girl to me. Lucky guy, Jenna, you are beautiful. You make for a beautiful couple. She's gorgeous. Stop judging women's bodies. Because she's hot, sounds like she's nice as well as accomplished too. Great catch for him. All the best to both of them. She's a very attractive female no matter what size she is. Her head is screwed on right, unlike a lot of other young people. Bravo. That woman looks like a woman. Beautiful. I've seen all kinds of sizes of people who you might think shouldn't be together, but love doesn't have anything to do with other people. Mind your own business and keep your comments to yourself. She is a beautiful woman. Unfortunately, the ideal woman image these days is as a skinny high school girl. Her body shouldn't even be news. 
I think he is lucky to have such a beautiful, genuine lady for his wife. The main thing visible here is how much in love they are. All right, this show is designed with you, the bosses of the world in mind, and I have such a great idea for you. Can you imagine how valued and special your clients would feel getting a hand-selected package in the mail from you? If you're looking for the perfect way to wow your clients, I have the answer. Greetable is a brand of fully customizable, not to mention Instagrammable gift boxes that you can cater to any client of yours. They have options from your boss all the way to gift choices for children. They ensure that your clients, they're going to feel super valued and super appreciated. So if you're looking for something better than just a greeting card, but more personal than flowers, you are in the right place to see for yourself. I want for you to go to greetable.com slash gold digger and take 20% off of your order today. That is G-R-E-E-T-A-B-L dot com slash gold digger and save yourself 20% off. So I think that what is so important and what is, I think, impossible about life and about being in the public eye is to remember that, you know, there are a few thousand negative comments, but there are hundreds of thousands of people that have commented positively visiting my site or followed me, which means that on some level, my words reached them and resonated. And I will never forget some of those negative comments, but putting it into perspective of good outcomes versus bad helps navigate the craziness. Now, this also happened to happen on one of the worst weeks ever, but it's not like you can choose when you go viral, right? So we're packing up to move into a new home, selling our current home, trying to get things ready, stay on top of regular work on top of all of this. And so like it legitimately has been chaotic. But hey, let's talk about the good stuff, okay? Because this is a good, exciting thing. Okay, so for all of you that want numbers, because I know a lot of you are like me, let me just share some of the numbers. So over the last seven days, we've had 65,000 visitors, 58,000 of them are new to our website. We've had Instagram people, MSN and Perez Hilton, those were the biggest referral sources for us. So a lot of people were clicking through from those articles to see more about us. For Instagram, I'm up 140,000 followers in the last seven days. So prior to going viral, I had almost 200,000 followers and refreshing and seeing like, oh my gosh, another thousand people just joined. Another thousand people is insane. The original viral post is up to 85,000 likes and 8,000 comments. Drew's following has tripled. The posts that we've posted since going viral have been very well received and we've been super encouraged in that. So speaking of which, like gaining thousands upon thousands of encouraging followers, at first I was actually really leery of growing these numbers. But what I have to remember is that the people who are following us because of the story, they are incredibly supportive and encouraging. And I was really worried that these followers might be temporary or trolls, but they truly are engaged and seem to be attracted to our pages because of our authenticity and vulnerability. And obviously only time is going to tell how these followers followers will play out. Are they going to stick around? Are they going to enjoy our content? Are they going to be a part of our businesses? But so far, I've just really accepted the fact that we've been surrounded by really positive comments, really uplifting words. And let me tell you, like, it is the most surreal thing to wake up and like have tens of thousands of new followers. It's so crazy, especially because I have grown my following and my account just little by little by little over the last few years. And so to see this growth like this, it's insane. 
The other good thing is that we've gotten to share our message with the world. And I think at the heart of all of this is like, that is what is keeping us grounded. We are positive people. And from loving yourself more to finding your worthiness, to the simplicity of just a darn good, normal marriage, like we have been putting out messages like this for so long. And so we're happy that now more people can follow and feel inspired. And It just feels so funny because we're like, we are failing to see what is newsworthy about this. But it does feel good to be recognized for something that is truthful. It's authentic. It's on brand. And we truly are just two normal people getting press. And it's, I mean, it's just insane. It's insane. We kind of giggle about it a lot. I'm going to be honest. We've also come together even more as a couple as we've had to face this media craziness. I'm not going to lie. The night that I read all those nasty comments, I like curled up in bed and wanted to cry myself to sleep. But then I kind of snapped out of it. And I think we've really had to ground ourselves on the things that we know to be true, which is we love each other. We are the perfect match. We are healthy and life doesn't change just because of all of this attention. And so it's been this like very delicate balance of like, How do we speak to this new audience? How do we maximize this exposure we're getting in a smart way? How do we stay grounded and normal? How do we navigate real life just with all of this added attention? And so we've really had to just be very open in our communication, checking in with each other. How are you doing? Do you need help with anything? And so that's been super interesting as well. All in all, I would say that if I had to go through this again, I would. The positive has absolutely outweighed the negative. And it is so weird to see ourselves everywhere. I swear to you guys, people are coming out of the woodwork that we haven't talked to in like a decade. But it's really funny because it's just people that are rooting for us and that are sharing like, oh my gosh, you're featured over here. Oh my gosh, I just saw you on the homepage of this. Oh my gosh, you were in the newspaper in another country. Like the positive has absolutely outweighed the bad. And I think that what has been really encouraging is just seeing people come around us in love and light throughout the last week. And we are super thankful for all of this support. What I really think is like my biggest takeaway with all of this is that the world is just hungry for real. Like how in goodness name are we newsworthy? And we were, you know, the trending article And I think it's because people need someone to root for. They want to root for the good guy. They want to see real love. They want to see normalcy because it's relatable. And so what I think has become of the post is not that the post itself was that viral, but more so the fact that we've all felt insecure in some way, shape, or form in our life, especially in relationships. I was sitting down with my mother-in-law. They came over for dinner the other night and we were talking and I'm like, I have always felt like the fat one in my friend group. Like no matter what friend group I'm talking about, I've always believed that I was the fat one. And there are just so many things about the way that we think about ourselves and the way that we carry ourselves and the way that we speak to ourselves that came into light when we shared this. And I can also say, like, being fully honest, Drew has also felt insecure in our relationship. I am a powerful businesswoman. I am the breadwinner. I am inspiring thousands of people. I know for a fact that he has felt insecure at times in our relationship, and that has nothing to do with the way that we look. But what I think happened is that people could see their story reflected in ours in some way, shape, or form. And just having to vocalize those fears, that is what made it viral. 
And so, so many people are asking, like, how do you get viral? Like, you have zero control. Like, I have posted about this stuff over the last two, three years, and nothing has ever taken off like this. I can say that, like, once one news outlet posted it and it started trending, then they all wanted to jump on the bandwagon. To be honest, I'm exhausted. (laughs) I may or may not have just texted my sister and said, I'm hanging on by a thread right now. I think just the timing of everything has just been so crazy. And the business person in me is like just curious as to how this is all going to shake out and what is our best decisions to make and worrying about what other people are thinking and trying not to worry about that and just trying to stay grounded and honor myself and what I know to be true and just a lot, you guys. Like, I'm not gonna lie. It's just a lot. It's just a lot going on. But I am clinging to the fact that this is all for the greater good. And I'm really just honored to be able to continue to pour into people's lives with the message that you are worthy and you are enough. And if you're listening and you are just feeling like you aren't secure, I think that one of the biggest lessons I've learned in our marriage and just in life is that that cannot come from someone else. Self-love and self-acceptance, it does not come from anyone's approval. It doesn't come from anyone's critiques or comments. It has to come from within. And the journey of getting to this place where I am today has taken a lot of work. I will honestly say that learning to love myself was harder than starting this entire empire. For real. Because it meant uncovering a lot of the things of my past. And it meant digging deeper into those deepest insecurities. And it meant showing up when I wanted to hide. And it meant loving myself on the days where I couldn't stand the way that I looked. And it's a choice. It's a choice every single day. It's a choice to continue to step into your power and to own your awesome and to understand what is it that sets me apart? What is it that I was put on this earth to do. And for so long, I hid. I hid out of shame. I hid out of guilt. I hid out of distaste for myself. And nobody won. Nobody won. And so with all of this craziness, with all of the growth, with all of the eyes on us, with all of the interviews and features and stories and things that aren't even true, like uh, they said Drew is my boyfriend on Snapchat. Hello, do your research. I'm just really thankful My heart is filled up. I am a little bit numb. I'm not going to lie, but I'm excited to see what comes from all of this. I promise to keep you guys in the loop. And I just want to say like for all of you that have followed for years and years and years, thank you. And for all of you who are jumping on now, thank you for being here. And all we can say is that we appreciate your success. We promise to keep it real And we're really excited for what is to come in our lives and in yours. And so, Gold Diggers, I hope this episode shed a little light on the craziness. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, just hop on over to Instagram. There's a picture of Drew and I in our bathing suits that started all of the controversy. And if anything, I would just love to hear what you think about all of it. It's kind of crazy, isn't it? Uh, I talk about a lot of these things in this podcast, but I've never talked about this because it's never happened and now it happened. And so here we go. So Gold Diggers, thank you for your support. Keep your fingers crossed for us. Send us all the love and light and energy. And if anyone wants to come help us pack, you are welcome to show up. I'll talk to you soon, Gold Diggers. Thanks for listening to the Gold Digger Podcast. Dive into the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at www.golddiggerpodcast.com. If you love the show, share it with a friend. The more the merrier. 
Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time, you gold digger you.